Hi, my name is Tom Alston. I'm the founder and CEO of Aeromarine Tax Professionals. Here on the Winning Pitch Broadcast, I'm going to tell you how it is. I'll be sharing the ins and outs of business management, improving your sales skills, building personal and professional wealth, and balancing it all with your personal and family life, excluding the part about balancing it with your personal life. Don't expect a filter because we're about to rustle some feathers. Have fun. Good morning. This is Tom Alston. This is the Winning Pitch Broadcast, and I have as my guest this morning, Buck Wise, the most famous, excellent, number one elite marketing guy on the planet. Wow, and, I'll uh, take that. Uh, I know you will. And I'll, <laughs> and I'll, I'll get the check in the mail for the five bucks? Exactly. Exactly. Right. You got it. So my first question for you is for those of you in my audience who have no idea who you are because they sure. don't... They don't follow important things. Give me your story. Yeah, sure. I started in broadcast when I was 17 years old, working for iHeartRadio. All I knew is I was a middle child and I loved the attention. So I wanted to be on the radio. I needed people to hear me. I was excited. I had a story to tell and I felt very creative about that. So I started an internship, created my first show. By the age of 20, I was a syndicated on-air personality. They do not, Tom. They do not call us DJs. Those are what people do at weddings. On-air <laughs> personalities are people who talk for a living and build communities and get people engaged. And so that was my first foray into what you could call marketing or content creation. And so at 20, I had my first show in Las Vegas, quickly moved to Los Angeles, worked with Ryan Seacrest and had a show for about a year and a half where I was syndicated to over 80 different markets doing television and radio. And what I saw through my radio career was traditional TV and radio uh, ad dollars were going down slowly as digital dollars started to rise. So I had this idea while I was working for CBS radio that I wanted to start my own digital agency and CBS radio let me do that while I continued a morning show in Detroit, Michigan for four years. Excellent. And so, yeah, so that was my crossover from traditional into digital and creating a small business, understanding what it's like to start a business, all the thresholds and pain points, and doing taxes at midnight and hiring people and firing people. So I went through all of this as a small agency. Um, I worked with clients like Major League Baseball. I worked with Valvoline Oil. I worked with uh, North American International Auto Show, entertainment brands like Imagine Theaters. I uh, worked with uh, Chevrolet and the Grand Prix. So I got a good experience of, uh, of different verticals, but I knew that there was something bigger that I was missing in my life. And I wanted to raise what Brandon calls raising the lid. I wanted to raise my ability to understand how to work on bigger, more impactful and creative projects. And so that led me to my next big role, which was, and this is a long introduction, Tom. So if you don't want the whole story, I guess. No, I do want the whole story, but I want to back you up for a second. Yeah, go for you it. You and I both know who Brandon is, but most of our listeners may not. So when you oh, identify okay. a person, you need for the audience to identify who they are. For sure. I just assume <clears throat> there's a bunch of 10Xers in your network, but if they're not, then I need to explain exactly who Brandon Dawson is. 
So Brandon Dawson is a scaling merger acquisition expert. He is a business surgeon. He's my CEO at Cardone Ventures, which is where I work now. He sold his last company at 77 times EBITDA, $151 million. So he has a proven blueprint on how to take a business go from 1 million to 2 million to 10 million to 20 million to 100 million. He's done this across different verticals and that's what we're doing now at Cardone Ventures is helping business owners understand their potential and reach their goals in their personal, professional and financial life. Okay. And so I, I yeah, so that's where I'm at today to fast forward. So go bit. back to go back to your story, sorry for the interruption. Yeah, no, I I paused just to make sure I was clarifying everything. So glad I was able to do that for you guys. Um, and you can follow Brandon M. Dawson, because I'm a true marketer, at Brandon M. Dawson on Instagram. And you should follow him because it's a fascinating life that we live as we sit here in the beautiful golf courses out in Scottsdale, working with hundreds of business owners right now that are in rooms next to me. So from that small agency, I knew I wanted to work with bigger brands and raise my belief lid and what was possible in marketing. So I hounded my way into the offices of Musa Tariq and Jesse Stolik, who were running all things digital at Nike. And that's where I took the jump from small business owners, sold my company, and started working with the world's largest brands. I worked at a very small boutique agency. I was the head of digital for running, Nike running, Nike golf, Nike women. And I started to learn how to work in large teams with much larger budgets. But the biggest lesson that I learned when I started working with bigger brands was how impactful data is, can be, and should be. Uh, for many years, I sat on the creative side of marketing, and it's a passion of mine, and it's still probably my more, more predominant brain is more creative. Data is something I had to teach myself. But you know, big brands make adjustments, moves, and decisions based on data their own data, third-party data, and that data informs every single creative campaign that they have, and it also informs the way they optimize it, and they shift what they're doing and how they're doing it to be more effective. So that was really my lesson. You know, going through life, I learned building communities through TV and radio. I learned creative application. I understood connection, voice, tone, brand, building my personal brand. Then I went into the agency life learning how to build a business, how to build a business brand. And then I learned the big data and strategic partnerships as I started working through larger agencies. So a well-rounded unicorn, if you will, Tom, I've got a lot of eclectic background experience. I don't meet many people who were on TV and radio, started a business and then worked for the world's largest brands in marketing. So it's a, uh, it's something I'm really proud of. And um, today I get to use all that experience to help business owners of all sorts of verticals, uh, whether it be financial or technical or whether they're in medical or we've got people in construction, HVAC, roofing, dentists, you name it. We're helping business owners scale their business. And, um, it's, it's and when you say we right now, you're talking about Cardone Ventures, right? That's right. Cardone Ventures. Yeah. So I went from working at the world's largest agency. I had on my, in my agency, I had 40,000 employees. That's how big the agency was. And that was one agency out of about 2000 other agencies that are part of a massive holding group called WPP. And I met Brandon Dawson and he told me what he was building. 
you know, it's fun to work on a Nike campaign. I got to work on pumpkin spice latte, Frappuccino, all these like really fun, cool brands. I got to hire influencers for millions of dollars to speak for 30 seconds. And, you know, and you're, you get to do all these amazing, cool, fun things. But when you work on big brands, the thing that I learned, the challenge is you are one of many people that put something together. And so you don't always get to see a project through to the end. And for a lot of people that doesn't fulfill them from a purpose or impact standpoint. And so what I like about what we're doing at Cardinal Ventures is we're working with business owners from the beginning all the way to the end. And I get to watch their lives transform. And to me, that brings more joy and purpose into my life. So to me, as much fun as I had and as much as I learned, I'd much rather be doing this with Brandon Dawson and building a legacy that I can be proud of and that I can have continue on. Perfect. Well, that's a good answer. It took about eight minutes. So this, you've got it almost down to an elevator pitch. You got it. Hey, you remember <clears throat> I did TV and radio. I'm a talker, Tom. I'm that's talker. fine. That's, that, <laughs> that's why I asked you to be on here because I knew I'd have some, some volume. Nice. So, and I mean quantity, not, not loudness. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm with you. A couple of questions I have for you is it sounded like most of your success with these ad groups was done in groups. So can you specifically take credit for any specific thing or the, the, the advance in any sure. project so that sure. people will understand that you did it? Yeah, you know, I think one of the projects that I'm most proud of um, as I became the senior vice president of global brand partnerships and innovation for the world's largest agency, Wonderman Thompson. Okay. Um, I got to solely broker one of the most innovative ad campaigns that recently launched. It was Adidas and Google together. Google sent me into a room. They stripped me down, took my phone away, made me sign my life away and showed me a piece of technology that had not, um, something they'd been working on for years, but had not been published yet. And it was a AR um, banner ad. So, you know, everybody knows what a banner ad is, right? A PPC. Um, mm -hmm. And so they had, for the first time, created an ad that you could augment by clicking a button and you could point down at your shoes and you could try on different shoes in, in a virtual space. And so they had this new project and they needed ideas. See, Google's a tech company. They're not a, a marketing company, right? So they don't know what brands are looking for and how much they'll pay for things. And so they said, I bet I know a guy who can broker and create this entire campaign. And so I went to our contacts at Adidas and created uh, a great relationship where we started building a campaign together. We used Alpha Bounce, the running shoe at Adidas. And, um, we, we, you know, from start to finish, that was one of the projects that I, I got to work on. And uh, it was fantastic, fantastic. We got to do programmatic contextual content where the running shoe you could show in 3D, you could spin it around with your finger straight from a banner, straight from a pop-up. You could wear it on your foot. Um, you know, and this was, this is a few years ago, but you know, before I joined Cardinal Ventures, I've been here just over a year now. But, but, you know, still that technology is still impressive. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a sizzle somewhere out there on the internet where you can watch the whole making of this project. And it was, it was me, but there's always, Tom, you know, there's always people that are a part of a team that create 
magic things. And so I had developers that had to create the 3D modeling. They had to take pictures of the shoe and then go in and detail all the textures and colors. And there's creative people that have to create, you know, the brief. There's copywriters. You know, when this shoe was was on a banner ad in Arizona, it was hot and sunny on a pavement. When it was in Chicago, it had snow and it had, you know, it was contextual to where this ad appeared. So, so, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that get involved, but it's a, it's a project that I led and I'm super proud of. Awesome. Awesome. So let's move a little bit into my favorite question. And yeah. the reason I'm person, first of all, I need to tell you that my followers are not just 10Xers. I have another nice. company called Aero Marine Tax Professionals. Oh, very cool. They're all aircraft or vessel owners that I help to legally avoid sales tax in California. Oh, I love that. Tom, so, you're <clears throat> the man when it comes to that, by the way. I hear you and Brandon talking about this all the time. And if, if anyone is going to have aviation in their life, I imagine it's you that they need as a partner, right? Well, and as I told you when I, when I hired uh, Brandon and, and your group at Cardone Ventures to help me, if you want a profile yeah. of a perfect one of my clients, just check out who Brandon Dawson is. And that is one of your that, clients, yeah. Yeah, that, that add to that an exposure to California taxes, and, and that's a whole yeah. different discussion. But I, I, I'm talking now, I'm talking about me, and that's not the purpose. I just wanted you to know that our audience is also aircraft and vessel owners, aircraft and vessel brokers. I love that. I've got 18 hours on a single engine, but, you know, I'm, a, I'm an aviation nut. I love it. Great. We could do Great. a whole other podcast on aviation if you ever wanted to. Don't say if. There's no such thing as if. Uh, we'll, we'll get together with Dallas and we'll put that on the schedule. You say when. I'm ready. Okay, got it. So my question for you is, and let's just pretend I'm coming to you as a potential client. Sure. I'm 72 years old, so I grew up in a different time than you did. And I'm an right. analog guy figuring out how to survive in a digital world. I don't understand digital stuff. I don't right. understand. I mean, I, 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 let's say I hire a guy who he, he's, he's a specialist in Instagram and his, his solution for me is to just sell me or a, a batch of followers. And I, I get all these kids from the Philippines are now following me. And now my number has gone from 15,000 to 50,000, but yeah, we call those inactive ghost followers. Okay. So that is my perception of digital marketing. So Oh, no, that's horrible, Tom. That is not digital marketing. Well, so because my answer to everything is massive action. I'm a Grant Cardone follower, as you Of course, of course. And so when I find a channel or something like Twitter or Facebook or any of those kinds of things, I just take all of my content and dump 100% of it every day, a couple hundred every day down every channel. And that's always been my solution to everything is, Massive action. So here, you pitch me. Change my mind. Enlighten me enough that I know I need to know more about it and what I should do. Sure. Well, first, I can tell you that the national average of investment in digital marketing versus traditional marketing is well over the 58% line. And if you are not investing in a digital future for your business, you 100% will die and become obsolete to your audience. Because remember, your audience is getting older and as your audience ages out, so do your customers. And your new customers are all digital. So you should be investing in the future customer profile. That, so is the, that, that, tech, that data alone is what got me 
to go from a guy who was bragging about a guy who was ignoring it and deciding yep. to embrace it. But my solution was just to pour more in. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, the you've made the best decision, which was to invest time, energy, and money into your digital properties. So okay. that's a fantastic, that's a fantastic place to start. You know, I think so many times as a marketer, we work with hundreds of businesses. They come to me first, Tom. They come to me first. They find the marketing guy and they go, you, you're the reason nothing's working. I need help. Marketing sucks. My business fails because of marketing. And you know what I always find, Tom? And this is why Brandon and I work together so well. It's never the marketing. It's the people. And it's the operational effectiveness. And it's the strategy. And it's the foundation. And it's all the things they don't have. They go, it's called the shotgun strategy. Owners just go, eh, let me try this. Eh, let me try this. Right? And they have no data or KPIs to understand why they're doing what they're doing and where they're doing it. And so what I always challenge business owners to do is to set up a strategic foundation. And that's actually in this room across from me, what I'm doing today is I'm teaching people at our 10X 360. Tom, you were just there at the one in Portland and you got to see two and a half hours of building that strategic foundation, which is, you know, your, your customer profiles and personas. It's building out your CRM and your data and understanding why that's important to scale and automate your marketing efforts. It's everything from your brand house and why you exist and the attributes inside of that. It's all these things that people go, yeah, 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 yeah. Just give me, give me a couple thousand dollars and I'll put it on Facebook, you know, and then they wonder why it doesn't work. They don't categorize their owned paid and earned strategies. They don't think about flow, conversion, and retention. They just spend money in places and then they expect the same result. You know what the definition of that is, right? Insanity. Of course, of course. These owners are crazy. And so, Tom, you had a great experience at the 10X 360, didn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. So if anyone's interested in joining one of our two-day deep dives into your business, where we go through marketing, we go through financial modeling, we go through operational effectiveness, people, um, it's easy. Just go to cardonventures.com or you can just DM me. Like today, we just DM each other. Go about buck on Instagram and DM me and I can give you all the information you need if you're a business owner looking to scale your business. Tom, have you applied any of that 360 learning since you got back from Portland, from Washington? The most important thing I applied, and this may or may not answer your question, is I hired you for the next, what I consider the next step in the platforming process, and we're in yes. week two for that. That's you right, know, it, yeah, not, it, not to confuse anyone, but once you've <clears> gone through, once you've gone through a two-day deep dive, you do have the opportunity to partner with us to help you implement all of the things that we told you you need to be doing. And it's a long six-month process. It's a very strategic process that is going to catapult the business and give you the exact blueprint you need to scale. And so Tom is doing that with us step-by-step step every day. And my primary, just so that the listeners all know this, my primary takeaway from that is, first of all, I'm 72 years old. And my primary takeaway is that I'm, I'm amazed that I've been in business as long as I have mm. not filed bankruptcy. And I don't know, I, I absolutely now know that I don't know anything. <laughs> I, I, or as Grant would say, I've taken myself to zero. I love that. Brandon is big on self-reflection. And so, Tom, the fact that you are able to bring yourself to that place is a massive success in itself. But, uh, you know, I have to tell you, um, 
so many business owners are amazing and smart and they do what they do and they become successful because they're great at it. But there are those thresholds and breakpoints of, you know, Tom, I imagine you probably didn't go to school for marketing. So I wouldn't expect you to know those things, right? No, I'm very typical of an entrepreneur. I hate school. I yeah. absolutely hate school. I hated it right. when I was in grammar school. I hated it when I was in junior high school. I hated it when I was in high school. And I hated it for the uh, approximately two years of uh, college because I never connected what they were trying to teach me to right. what I wanted to do in the future. I always, from the time I was five years old, knew I wanted to be in charge and run a business. And I, I knew I could make it happen. But what I have discovered after looking back is that I'm making it happen by holding it all together through effort and time. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and, and I want to organize my way so I don't have to do that anymore. Smart. So smart, Tom. We're going to catapult you. We're going to make this happen. I'm excited to be working with you too. Work closely with you. So I want to ask you two questions. And I just, as a preface, I will tell you that I ask these two questions of okay. every potential employee. I'm ready. Hit Going me. back through your work history, tell me about your single best moment. Be very descriptive about who you were working for, when it was, and exactly the emotions. And be so descriptive that you put the, the listeners in that situation with you so they can see it and feel it. Sure. The best moment? Yep. Is there a... I'm an analyzer, remember the R3s? Okay. Yeah. So let me ask a clarifying question here. You, you get just one. Don't waste is it. That one moment is the best moment in your career ever. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say my best moment in my career ever is honestly what I'm doing right now. I've interviewed any celebrity. Name a celebrity. Jay-Z, Beyonce, Tom Pink. Cruise. Interviewed. Interviewed. Denzel Washington. Keep going. I've, I've, I've interviewed John Travolta. Interviewed. Kirst Kirstie Alley. Maybe not that one. Maybe you got me on that one. You oh, there you go. I, I knew I've, I kept down going down that, but I, I didn't mean to break your momentum. <laughs> no, 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 no. But my point is, um, it's not to brag. It's to say that I've been in a lot of great companies, a lot of great positions, and I've learned a lot and I've, I've got to do some amazing things. I got, as part of my media tour, I got to fly in a Czechoslovakian F-16 uh, from Las Vegas to LA. You know, I, I got to, you know, I just got to do so many amazing things. But at the end of the day, entertaining people is interesting. Building communities warms my heart. I still, every city I ever did radio in, I still have followers that catch up and ask about the kids. And I've built these amazing relationships. But I can't say that through all my years of building communities and advertisements and marketing strategies and cool digital innovations, I've never been able, I've, I've seen results from all of those things. I've seen the results of that did well, that drove a lot of money. This, you know, this created uh, more followers. This got more likes. This had tons of comments. I, I've seen that stuff my entire life. I've never seen the effect of what I'm doing change somebody's life. And so to me, what I've been doing at Cardin Ventures, I've watched business owners in desperation reach out to me and the rest of the team and say, I'm losing everything. I'm at the bottom. I don't know what to do. 
we can't get past this moment. And I've watched us methodically and strategically work with them to scale their businesses and change not just their lives, but their families' lives. And they're forever ingratiated and grateful for us taking that opportunity to show them and work with them, you know? And so for me, that has to be the greatest moment is what I'm doing right now. I mean, there's nothing that I've ever done. Yeah. yeah, Great answer. Now I'm going to segue a little bit because I'm going to come back to my second question. Yeah. Hit me. But right now with what's going with the coronavirus, government lockdown, conspiracy theory, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. If people, everybody knew that every great religion, every great movement, every great product was born out of a bad economy, government suppression. Sure. I mean, including, including Christianity came out of the suppression by the, the Roman Empire. So every, every great thing, movement, product, it came out of a suppressive situation. So it's my opinion that right now is the perfect time for mm-hmm. people to be creating and trying to outcreate against this, whatever this enemy is. A hundred percent. Yeah. I everybody agree. identifies that enemy as a different thing. I agree. So thanks for the agreement. Now comes the second and the tough question. Hit Looking me. over your career, tell me about your single worst moment. It's so hard to answer that question. It's a great question, Tom. The reason that's hard is I view every failure as another opportunity they catapulted me into success. And I could not be more grateful for the, the, the moments in my life that didn't go as planned. And so to find that one moment would probably be honestly, Tom, and I don't think I've ever shared this before, so you'll be the first to hear it. I had the opportunity to become head of innovation at Ford Motor Company in Dearborn, Michigan. I interviewed, I came out to Dearborn three times. I interviewed with their chief marketing officer it was a uh, very well-paid role. Um, and at the last moment, we literally, I literally quit my job. I quit my job. My wife was ready to go. We had three, two kids at the time, one, the third on the way. And my mother-in-law had even bought us like Ford gear, you know, like shirts and signs, you know, they all embraced it. They're like, okay, you're moving to Michigan. I'd already spent time in Detroit. So I was very familiar with the community and culture. I was excited to get back there, but something greater inside of me knew that this wasn't the opportunity. And I just remember taking that leap of faith. I'd left a job and I was, I was delivered some bad news about the department that I was going to be working in. And I said, I don't think this is exactly what I thought this was going to be, but I've already quit my job and I've already made the decision to move there. And I have a third child on the way. And my wife was two months from delivery. And we as a family made the decision not to move forward. And I just remember going, wow, my career went. And then it went. And I went, I don't know what I'm going to do. We've got probably a year's worth of reserve to live the lifestyle that we were living. We have a third child on the way and I need to figure out who I am and what I want to do because I was lost. And to me, that was probably, I remember lots of phone calls with my dad and trying to like have self-reflection and understand who I am and what I'm doing and 
I was just in a really bummed spot. Like it just, it didn't work out. Tom, without going into too much detail, it just didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out. I had this perfect dream of what this was going to be and it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Got it. And I had, and I had to back out of the deal, but that led me to meeting Brandon Dawson. So it got you where you were supposed to be anyway. A hundred percent. And that's why I can't say that I hate any of those moments, but they were definitely bad moments. Now, if you wanted more tactical answers, I could tell you I got in a fight with Mary J. Blige and I kicked her out of the studio. And then the record label was so mad at me. They wouldn't let me interview 98 Degrees, Nick Lachey, Jessica Simpson. You know, those are some horrible moments in my media career, but they're not as impactful. And they're just funny stories to tell people. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're about running up to the time limit that you gave us. That's we're right. That's about right. 20 minutes now, 28 yeah. minutes to be. This exact. has been a really great chat, Tom. You have great questions. I really like this. That's what I'm here for. That's why love I it. have the podcast called The Winning Pitch. Is I love there, it. Is there any last message that you want to give to people, whether they're 10X followers or aviation people or vessel people? Yeah, I would just say, you know, um, continue to take massive action and dedication like our friend Tom here. The number one reason your marketing fails is your ability to dedicate yourself to do exactly what it is you need to do to take massive action and get those results. The number one reason is people give up. They try it and they give up. And so I would say whatever it is that you are doing and trying to achieve, go all in like Tom and don't back down. And get a copy of a book called Three Feet from Gold. <laughs> That's right, Sharon Lecter. What a great book. That's yeah. so true. All right. So thank you very much for your time today. I promise you that Dallas will hook up with you and we'll do where we'll sit and talk about airplanes. I can't wait. I love aviation. Let's do it, Tom. All right. Great. Thank so, you guys so much. Thanks, Buck. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? I'm invested in your business and personal success, and I hope you found this episode of the podcast insightful. If you or your business is ready to grow, check out my website, 10 Excellence. This is the way that you do that. The number 10, then xlenz.com. Be sure to follow me and send questions on Facebook at Arrow and Marine Tax Professionals and on Twitter and YouTube at Thomas Alston. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on our next episode.